Welcome to episode nine and season number two of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace, and I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, Lucas Aver with me. Lucas, what's up, brother? How are you? I, you know, I, I was good, Jack. I was yeah. good. We just did the Hometown Heroes pod, though. We did. A little spooked out now because go back and watch that episode. I don't know if this curtain was pushed back and like crumpled up like this, okay? And I thought I caught it out of the corner of my eye moving, and it freaked me out. You might have. the spooky pod. We were right? talking. So there's spooky stuff going on. Yes. The lights start flickering on and off like that SpongeBob episode, man. You know, you, 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 yeah, you would be out. I mean, I, I can't blame you for that. Now that you pointed out the whole curtain thing, like, I don't know if I just like completely avoided it like before, but now that you point out, I don't remember seeing it, you know, crumpled up like that. So I have to go back in the video and check. But yeah, we it literally might be one of those weird things that you just noticed out of nowhere. And I was like, but anyways, um, comments, Jackson, I will remind you this time. All right. Cause I couldn't remind you last time. Or yes. do, you, do you have anything else in the intro? Oh yes, absolutely. So right before we get to the comments guys, um, and me and Lucas talked about this in the pre-show. We did it on the hometown heroes, but we want to do it here as well. Um, we talked about it in depth. Usually we kind of stay out of stuff like this. You know, we don't want to get too deep into opinion, stuff like that, but this is just too big. Uh, it's too big of a historical moment for us not to at least comment. Um, we were both completely horrified by the tragic death of, uh, of George Floyd. Um, and if you guys want to hear like our personal opinions and stuff, we, you know, highly encourage you hit us up privately more than willing to sit down and have a conversation with you. But what we want to do here for the, for the pod is just have a moment of silence, uh, for George Floyd. So if y'all would join us, uh, we appreciate that. All right, thank you guys so much. Really do appreciate that. Uh, but yes, now we're going to get into the comments, Mr. Lucas. And I have them pulled up, okay? I know we talked about in Hometown Heroes. Like, you had me graduated. You know, like, I, I, I was doing my thing, and then I forgot. And we did it at the end of the last episode, and, and, and now it's just it's all over the place. But good thing is we you have some comments. trust, and then you just stomped on it, Jackson. I'm a terrible you human just, being. You just stomped it down. I feel that. Uh, Casey hit us up with a couple comments today, Lucas, and guess which team he's talking about? Patriots. Oh, yes. Tampa Here we Bay. go. That's the first comment. Which one? He says, <laughs> New England will be in the playoffs. You watch and see. The Titans will not. LOL, I'm just saying, with like five like laughing emojis. All right. That's it. <laughs> Let me get out the Grand Elder binder of calling its and bets. I'm going to call it that the Patriots will not make the playoffs. I am calling Ooh. it that Tampa Bay will not be in the Super Bowl. I think that would be an awesome storyline, but it's not going to happen. And I'm going to call it that the Titans will make the playoffs because Casey's coming at my neck. He is coming at you. This is three <laughs> colonists and in the very beginning of an episode. I can't believe it. We never had something like this before. Lucas is popping off. Right. He's sick and tired of it. No, I've had it. I've had it. This is like nine episodes of Casey coming at me. Okay. It is. And the next two comments are coming at you, too. Oh, man. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. I'm listening while I'm writing this. All down. right. He said, Lucas, hey, man, do the, do the uh, Buccaneers play the Titans? Because if they do, look out, man. Brady's going to have his revenge and destroy the Titans defense and make Ryan Tannehill look like a little baby on the field. LOL. Ha ha. Ha ha. Okay. All right. All I have to say is that the last two years the Titans have played the Patriots with Tom Brady and your favorite coach, who is an amazing coach, 
That's facts. But let me just say, we destroyed them both times. Okay. You, you talk, talking about the defense? The defense? Yeah, but put them, put the Patriots in a coffin. All right. Well, I, I got Brady out here trying to run the Philly special. Okay, and he just trips <laughs> and just falls down the field. Okay. All right. He's not athletic enough. All right. He nothing. And then, and then you know what happened? The next series. What happened? What Marcus happened? Mariota turned around and ran the Philly special, and he caught the ball. So I don't know what you want from me, Casey. It's it's okay. I, I know what it is. You're upset. You're upset that my team is better than yours, and that is okay with me. That is fine. I love it, man. This is great. But just like, know that it's all in the calling it, the Grand Elder book. The Grand Elder. It is in the calling it. So we're gonna go back at the end of the at the end of the uh, season, guys. We'll take a look at the calling it and subtract points for calling it that don't work out, uh, and also add points for calling it that do work in our little friendly competition we have over the entire season. Of you know, me and Lucas always do this. If you guys are new to the podcast. First of all, please leave a like and comment down below as well. Engage with Casey. He, you know, he gets lonely down there, and you know we're more than happy to read out any questions that you guys have at the beginning of the show. Uh, we love this little uh, friendly banter that goes on every episode. So please, 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 if you guys are new, uh, leave a like, subscribe, comment, uh, let us know your thoughts uh, so you can get in the calling it book along with Casey. Uh, but his last comment, Lucas, he said, "One, one second, one second. What's I, up? On on top of your your stuff, I need some keyboard warriors in the." comments with me okay need to be on my side obviously it's the winning side don't be on casey's <laughs> side if you are i will come at you on the pod but on my side throat. i will set you on a pedestal above even jackson right you will be worshipped and revered so i mean i forgot the comments at the beginning of hometown here as i was on a pedestal for a brief moment and i got put back down yeah his last comment, right, last comment, he said, OMG, Lucas, you watch. New England will have a winning season. Why? Because Coach Bill Belichick is the amazing icon. Let's go, bro. <laughs> if New England have, has another good season and go to the playoffs, Lucas, you should drink a nasty, natural, tall light, boy. Okay, real quick. Three laughing emojis. Nasty, natural, dog. Yeah. You are something else, Casey. You are something else. Let me let me look up the Patriots schedule. Okay. All right. I know I know we're doing this week by week right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just go into week five. All right, Jackson. Count. Keep up with what I'm going with here, okay? Okay. Counting. All right. I don't remember what I predicted before. I'm just gonna Am I counting wins or losses? Doesn't matter. Count wins. Okay, I'll count wins. All right, Dolphins at Patriots. Honestly, that's a toss-up. Let's say they win. I think I actually picked the Dolphins to win this game. You probably did. We can go back and I did. Mm -hmm. I did pick the Dolphins to win. The uh, The Patriots aren't winning, okay? The Dolphins are going to come out and win. All right, put that down. All yeah, right. Thumbs down. Patriots Seahawks, they're getting destroyed, okay? Patriots Raiders, they're getting demolished, all right? Patriots Chiefs, they won't be a team anymore, all oh, right? Four. Broncos Patriots, you're going to see week five. They're going to lose this game, too. Oh, and five. <laughs> 49ers Patriots, they can't win. Bills Patriots, they can't win. Jets, they'll beat the Jets. Okay. All right. Now we got the Ravens Patriots. They'll get destroyed. Texans Patriots, they'll lose again. All right. Here's the Cardinals. I'll give them the Cardinals. Okay. All right. Patriots Chargers. 
I'll be nice and give them the Chargers. All right, we're cooking later in the season. All right, <laughs> Patriots Rams. The Rams are going to win, so the Patriots can't win. Obviously, Patriots Dolphins. Let's say they get them back. Let's say they split the games. Okay, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. Patriots Jets. Let's say they sweep them. What are we at Jackson? What are we at five? Five. Five. Casey. All right. Five. You have you have the Patriots going five and eleven this year. Win Dang. Season. <laughs> See, this is what happens, guys. <laughs> Lucas will come at your neck, bro. Win. Casey, I feel bad for you, and I love you. Look. Five and 11 is a statement. I mean, even if they beat the bad teams, it's like... I mean, let's let's say they... They do have okay, more games. Here, let, let me give them some slack here, Jackson. All right, count okay. my wins real quick. All right, win. Awesome. Win. 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 Win, win. Eight and eight. With they you play too many slide. hard people. They play too many Chiefs. They play too many Texans and Ravens, okay? The 49ers. They don't Seahawks. have that great of a schedule. It's kind of Seahawks going to be rough. Seahawks. They potentially could start 0-4, and, and if that happens, I don't know what I'm going to do. See the Patriots 0-4. <laughs> That's going to be weird. I think I, had them, I think I had them going 0-5, didn't I? Yeah, you had them starting 0-5. They'll pull off something crazy, though, and get a quarterback out of nowhere, and then all of my stuff. Watch, watch Jared Stidham be the, be the truth, man. Just watch. I mean, I don't know. I haven't ever seen him play, but uh, that just seems like the type of thing that would happen. We got anything else? That, that's Why all the comments. Dissipating now. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> all the you, comments, Casey. man. I, pre- I appreciate your comment. I don't actually dislike you or anything. We love you know, Casey. I, just, I do. I do love Casey. It's a great time. <sighs> just know it's. It starts up. It feels gives, good being right. It's gonna feel good. <laughs> it gives the pot a little bit of spice and a little bit of flair at the beginning of each episode. We get going. Yeah, we need it. some bets. Right now, we've only had one bet, Jack. Ah, it's hard, man. It's it's hard to bet stuff right now. I feel like you know it's hard to like. It's really risky to bet in, before. Yeah, like before training camp, it's really risky to bet because like I think one year I had like, you know, I thought Jordy Nelson was going to go off, and in the middle of training camp, dude gets hurt and he's out, and then the Packers end up winning like six games that year when they had just gone to like the NFC Championship or something. It's 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 tricky because like things happen. So anyway, uh, Mr. Lucas, you know we don't have a, a very action-packed episode, but we got a little bit a little bit of juiciness going on we in the NFL world. Stuff. We got a little yeah, bit. We got, we got some stuff. We had some drama in the hometown heroes. Now we got some ridiculousness going on again, which is yes. kind of the NFL's turning into a lot of ridiculousness. Okay, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on all the time. It's true. All right. With these players and their holdouts. Do you know the newest one, Jackson? Are you ready? I was I was surprised by this, but at the same time, am I not, I'm like kinda not surprised. I, I, I see the gold I see the, the royal paper that you have in front of you, Lucas, yes. Hem 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 hem. Dalvin Cook in quotes <coughs> will no longer participate in any Football operations till he gets a reasonable deal. 
Okay. Now, now you might be asking, what is a reasonable deal, Jackson? Are you asking that? It's a fairly, it's a fairly awesome. question. I'll give you an answer. Okay? okay. Let me know. What's up? Reportedly, he wants $13 million a year at least. Dang. More than Derrick Henry is making on the franchise tag, which would make Dalvin Cook top five halfback in salary. Okay. Right. Wow. Just throw that out there. Okay. Well, he'd be like third or fourth. Okay. He wants that because that's what David Johnson made last year playing for the Cardinals. That's a terrible argument. That's yeah. like the worst halfback contract in the league. It, it's I, true. I David Johnson was injured last year too. All right. All right. And the, and coming up on the injury thing, I think he was probably like, oh, this guy's really good, but he's been hurt a lot. So, like, I deserve that money. All right. Let's – Let's dive into what Dalvin Cook has done, okay? Okay, yeah, lay it on me. Lay it By on the me. way, his rookie year is not done. This is becoming a trend, all right? We've seen how it's gone. Le'Veon Bell, no one wants him anymore. His rookie his contract? Team doesn't want him. And then you got Zeke barely got a deal, right? He had to go hang out in Cabo. Get a nose ring. For him to get a deal. Yeah. Yeah, got a nose ring. He's not the same anymore now. That's facts. Tragic. Um, Elvin Ingram? Or not Melvin Ingram, excuse me. Melvin Gordon. Gordon? Yeah. He's a backup halfback. This is what happens when you do this stuff, okay? So, 2017, Dalvin Cook gets drafted from Florida State. He's feeling good, all right? He's fe- he's feeling good, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he had he's a great a good time. college career. Good, all right? He put, got hurt. He played four games, all right? 444 yards total, two touchdowns. Okay. Rookie year. Not okay. bad for four games. Second... Yeah, second year he comes in in 2018, plays 10 games. Okay. All right, okay. 920 total yards, four touchdowns. Gets to his third year, only plays 14 games. This past year, this past season, 2019, yeah. Yeah, this past season. He he plays 14 games. Uh, I'm assuming that's including the playoff games and stuff, okay? Uh, He had 1,600 total yards with 13 touchdowns. 250 carries. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's not. You can't play a full season. You can't play a full season, but you want to be top five. You want more than I what Derrick Henry is getting in, in the franchise tag. Derrick Henry was a leading rusher last year. <clears throat> exactly, and your rookie deal's not up. Yeah, he's going you into the last no, year. Of you his have contract. no reason to ask for money. Yeah, it's not like contract this, it's, still. Yeah, it's not like his his contract's up. He's going into the last year of it. Yeah. And why would he want a new contract right now? Because he's scared he's going to get hurt again and something bad's going to happen because this is happening. Like, to he me, this to- just shows like a, it's like a desperation move almost. And, like, I, I get that you want to get paid, but also if you take the risk of, of playing, it could pay off really big, you know, because the new TV deals are coming in, like you said. Yes. And the cap is supposed to get adjusted this next season. I know that. And you know you got another year on your contract. Maybe you could you could be like, hey, we're a little closer to the TV deals too. So like, give me some more money because in the long run, it's not going to be a big deal, you know? Right. Maybe try to finesse a little bit, do a little movement, Jackson. Like, hey, I played out my full contract, and then you have this year to play a full season. Right. Two thousand. Show the Vikings that you could be durable. Great player. Right. So I get I get his argument. Right. Like his his argument is I don't want to get hurt and my career be over and not make and not make significant amount of money. I get that. I respect that as a, from a running back position. Right. Because like you said, or we said in previous episodes, 
running backs have a very short like shelf life. You know, you get to 30 and he's 24 right now. You get to 30 and you just start dropping off. That's just I mean, that's just the wear and tear of, you know, including high school ball. Right. 15 years as a starter in some kind of capacity, getting hit 20 to 30 times a game. You know, you got thousands of yards on you. you, There's just so much the human body can take. Right. So I get that. This next contract for him is probably going to be his last significant one. Right. The one after it, if he's still fortunate enough to be in the league, and I hope he is. Is going to be a veteran minimum deal somewhere on a team that's trying to make a run at a Super Bowl, right? That 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 that's just typically what we see. But he's he's doing it at a bad time. He's got another year left. He hasn't shown he could be durable throughout the entire year. He's not putting up league leading numbers. He's a great running back. He's good. He's, you know, top five, definitely top seven discussion, right? I think he deserves to be in the discussion for top five. He's a good running back and the Vikings will definitely depend on him. But I mean, Vikings just drafted really good, man. Like they have a good shot at taking that NFC North title. And with the playoffs Mm -hmm. expanded, he'll definitely have a good chance of making it. And, you know, they beat the, you know, they beat the, the Saints last year in the divisional round. I be, uh, and it, dude, I'm telling, mm-hmm. or excuse me, the the wild card round, like he the shocked everybody. Yeah, so it's like you have an opportunity to do something really good with this team, and we've seen before, like Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, uh, Melvin Gordon. Like it just takes away from the team aspect, and it distracts way too much. And usually, you don't come out on the good side of it. Melvin Gordon's backup now. Zeke hasn't been the same since he came back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just Le'Veon Bell, the Jets, the New York Jets don't want Le'Veon Bell. The Jets don't want Le'Veon Bell. Right. No. And, and here's my big thing. Right. So if, if you're comparing Zeke and and Melvin Ingram, um, Melvin Ingram had injury Gordon. problems. Melvin Gordon, I'm but, yeah. so sorry. They're on Melvin the same Gordon, team too. It's so confusing. Yeah. Melvin Gordon had injury problems. He wanted to get paid. And his team let him go, and he got replaced. Okay? Now, look at Zeke. He was reliable. He was a huge part. He was the core of the offense, honestly, in terms of, like, running the ball was how the offense worked for Mm -hmm. the whole time he's been there. And so... He had way he had way more. It was it was like the Cowboys needed to keep him. Right. But with Dalvin Cook and with Melvin Gordon, their teams don't need to keep them because they're not there as much anymore, anyways. Like um, the ex GM of the Titans always says this when talking about players: the best ability is availability. Yeah. A halfback that's going to be there every single game and can average three yards a carry is way better. Than a halfback that, like, yeah, he's gonna pop off, but he's gonna play half a year. Right. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one other point that I think that definitely needs to be made for the running backs. You know, in, in terms of the cap and how these deals are working, especially now in the future, teams are scared of the Todd Gurley contract and what happened with that because it just happened with the Rams. You like obviously, you know, you believe in Todd Gurley and he was incredible, had incredible years. Right. Dude was a top two, definitely top three running back at the time. And you pay You pay a lot of money. You make him basically your franchise player and he gets hurt when we have durability issues and they got stuck in that contract for a long time. Now he's shipped off. He's shipped off to Atlanta and they're still paying part of that contract money. 
Like they're still paying part of his salary this year. So it's just like uh, it, who else got paid? Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman, what and he's on the free agent market right now. Like you just like, like teams are very scared of paying their running backs an exorbitant amount of money because of what happened with Todd Gurley, and honestly, what's happening with Zeke right now? Because you can get stuck in a in a in a in a place to where quarterbacks are demanding so much money and the cap's moving up and up, you don't want to get bogged down with having to pay your running back 13 to 15 million a year. Cause that just, you just, there's just not enough wiggle room for anything else. Your team becomes terrible cause you don't have any resources. So just food for thought there. <sighs> you know what, you anyway, know what stinks back. about this whole situation? My final thought. What? Yeah, is I had Dalvin Cook on my fantasy team last year, and I was pretty. You know, I I would like to pick him up again this year because like, dude was doing really well for me. But man, like oh, it yeah. just it breaks my heart. Like you know, like holding out all this, it it really annoys me. Anyway, moving forward. Well, oh, here's Luke. the here's the good news, Jackson. We can move on to something that makes sense. We can, we can, and I have it right in front of me. I'm ready to say, go. Are you, are you ready? It looked like you were getting ready. Yeah. Week five. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, if you haven't been following along with the pod, uh, it just so happens that I was hanging out one day doing mm-hmm. some little computer stuff for work. Okay, and I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, 16 plus playoffs, Super Bowl. And I was like, you know, doing some little math, doing some yeah. little math. And I was like, this is a perfect way to do a countdown for the podcast every week we do predictions for each week we count down week by week and it is our countdown to the super bowl and we will have our overall power rankings and final uh super bowl predictions and everything yes. and then it'll be boom football's next week and then so we're then, ready for the regular season and then i thought it was a brilliant idea and i love mm-hmm. it ever since we're hitting into week five um at, at the start here now and and we're like we're at that point where we're like you know we're really counting down towards the season we're getting you know into june here into the summer so training camp should start up here very soon in the next you know four to six weeks so i'm i'm, I'm ready for it man i'm ready so uh so let's dive right in let's get it first game thursday night football casey's team the bucks at mm-hmm. the bears this is a hard game. It is a hard game, and I'm picking the Bears at home. I knew this was going to, like, I see you on your face. This was going to kind of shock you. The percentage, okay, so Tampa is going to have to fly over to Chicago, obviously, on a short week. And the road teams, it's just, it's very difficult for a road team to play on a short week. It just is because by the time you get back to Tampa, you know, late Sunday night, you know, you might get a day of practice in on Monday. Then you're on the film on Tuesday. Then you're flying Wednesday and then you got to play Thursday. Like it's a whole different thing with 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 the time constraints. This is the point where the Bears, I have them struggling and uh, I think they might. They might put Nick Foles in right before this game. That's what I was about to say. And I think if they do that, we're gonna have a like a surge of optimism and positivity. You're on the you're at home. You go into halftime with the lead against, you know, the goat Brady and their dynamic offense. This is a changing the turning point here for Chicago. It just seems like one of those trap games for Tampa. You expect them to go in, and their offense is way more dynamic than Chicago's, but. 
Chicago's at home on Thursday night. I feel like they're going to put in Nick Foles, and it's just going to turn the team around for this particular game. So I got Chicago at home. Yeah, I have the Bears too. Do you really? Oh man! And and I was going to bring up that same stuff. <clears throat> Four weeks in. The fans are not having it. They're not happy. Yeah. You bring in Nick Foles or vice versa. Either way, you know, it it could work either way, depending on what the Bears decide to do. And uh, like you said, trap game, Thursday night football, traveling to the Bears. The fans are going to be hype. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what more do you want? What, What day is this on? Okay, this is October 8th, right? So we're at the, you know, it's starting to get a little bit chilly. It's not too terribly cold, right, in Chicago. But, you know, October, you're getting a little a little, little on the crisper side, a little, little, yeah. little, little nippy here and there, right? So that might that might have some effect. Um, yeah, maybe Mike Evans doesn't jump as high. <laughs> maybe Mike Evans doesn't jump as high, you know. So, I, yeah, I, I like the Chicago defense in that game. Next yes, up, Jackson, we have the Bills traveling to Tennessee. Yeah, Bills traveling to Tennessee. Again, it's a noon game. I don't know why. Why? I, I Let me look at the Sunday night game here later on. Okay, I could get – okay, this Sunday night game is a good game. But I'm, I would like this to be a 3.30 game. Um, uh, that makes way more sense to me. But we're at noon. So I'm going to take the Titans at home. You know, I think they have way more firepower uh, th- than Buffalo does. I like their defense and what they're doing. Um, and I, I, you know, I trust I trust Vrabes against uh, against Josh Allen for sure. I'm also going to take the Titans. I will say the Titans have lost to the Bills like the last three times they've played them, and it's always been over something wild. Yeah, but at the Do quarterback for has also been Marcus Mariota. And he always was involved in some play that did not go right. There was an interception or a fumble or he hits the wide receiver in the right. Like he's going to walk into the end zone. This is like the last time I played him. And it's like this no-name wide receiver and hits him in the chest and it literally just falls through for the Ooh. touchdown. And it would have won like the game. Heartbreak you know after happened? heartbreak. Monday came around, headline on my phone. That wide receiver got fired. Okay, because he literally lost a game for us. Yeah, but that's what happens when we play the Bills. Weird things happen. It's one of those scary games, man. That can go either way. I get the chills just thinking about it, man. Uh, Rams at the Redskins. It's a blowout. Rams win. Absolutely, absolute blowout. I'm sorry, Redskins. I don't have you winning very many games this year. I just don't. Uh, Eagles at the Steelers, Jackson. This one's uh, this was an interesting game for me. I'm gonna pick uh, Pittsburgh at home. The thing is, this one's kind of like a home game for both teams. To be honest with you, you know they're very close in proximity to each other in terms of stadiums and things like that and fan base. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh at home. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to a big Ben and Mike Tomlin and, and and Juju can can do this year. I think with a healthy team, Pittsburgh's gonna be a very formidable threat in the AFC. I got. I like Pittsburgh. Uh, I also have Pittsburgh. We're matching okay. on all cylinders here, Jack. You know, or train same th- train of thought. You know, smart people. All right. This you know is what happens. On. Yeah. Listen up, Casey. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Cardinals at the Jets. Cardinals at the Jets. I'm going to give this road win to Kyler Murray and to DeAndre Hopkins. 
Um, I just don't think the Jets have enough to stop what the Cardinals provide on offense. I think it's probably going to be a pretty a closer game. But um, I'm telling you what, man, D-Hop really transforms this Cardinals team for me. He just provides such a unique weapon. I really... I don't see how they don't have just an amazing passing game with Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hawkins. Kyler Murray's got to put up some numbers this year, right? For sure. And we said that last pod, like he's definitely going to put up numbers. They might not win a lot of games, but they're going to put up some numbers, I think. Absolutely. And then you have a slot receiver, Christian Kirk, who is no scrub, by the way. Right, he was their number two guy last year. Had a pretty had a pretty decent year, um, so I look for him to to actually have a a pretty standout uh, solid year, man. Broncos at the Patriots, Jackson. Come on, tell Casey the bad news. Broncos at the Patriots, dude. I don't know if you're looking at my paper or what's going on. I have the Broncos winning on the road. I do. Yeah. I I yeah. I, I, I like what they did in the draft. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game. I just it's really hard for me to predict Patriot wins without seeing their quarterback play because a quarterback is like the most important position on the field. And without seeing enough of Jared Sidham, I mean, I could be eating my words coming back and looking at these predictions a year down the road, but I just feel like the Broncos are going to do something this year, man. I don't know about them necessarily doing something. I'm going to have to get through the whole schedule here before I I mean before, like maybe uh, maybe I should say have an improvement from last year. Maybe I could say oh, that. Yeah, they definitely have to improve. I feel like they considering yeah. the people they've got right they on the great. right on the cusp there. Probably going to be left out of the playoffs at the very end, but the, you know competing for a spot at the end. Right around there. Uh all right, so this next game is tricky. It's Raiders at the Chiefs. And when I first seen it, I was like, the Raiders are going to win this game. Really? I double-checked myself. The Chiefs are at home. They are. I'm going to give this one to the Chiefs. Same. I think the Chiefs win this game. It's hard for Vegas to play on the road here. Uh, and especially, you know, as we were talking about at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the podcast, talking about uh, – Fans and actually, we were talking about this on the hometown heroes one, but fans and attendance with this this year, um, dude. Arrowhead Stadium is an incredibly tough place to play. It is so loud and crazy, and even at limited capacity, it's still going to be a, a rough place to play for anybody that goes in there. So, yeah, I get it to Mahomes. Uh, let's see. Jacksonville is traveling to Houston for the Texans. And I think we all know Minshew Mania just needs it's to start it, shaving man. the stash, man. He needs to shave the stash away. Try to try to be a clear cut man because the stash ain't helping him because they're going to lose. And they've lost all their games up till now. They're going to lose. Like you said earlier on, I think in the pre show, the, 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 the Jaguars have given the Texans an easy home win. So, yeah, I yeah. got I got Deshaun Watson all the way, my friend. Uh, Bengals at the Ravens. I got the Ravens at home. Tough place for Joe Burrow to play. Um, one of his first kind of big tests in the in the league. So, uh, I think the Ravens just have too much for the Bengals to handle. We've agreed all the way, Jackson. That's uh, Dolphins scary. at the 49ers. 49ers at home. Uh, you got the Dolphins literally going all the way across the country, full East Coast to West Coast here, uh, playing in the Bay. So the Niners just have too much, man. It's just too much firepower. Yeah, I agree. Too much on both sides of the ball. Uh, Panthers at the Falcons. Panthers at the Falcons. Let me check my... We're going to be different on here. I think you're right. Uh, I got the Falcons at home. 
Um, I got. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. I feel like this is gonna. This is one of those games where Matty Ice is gonna play very well. I love Julio Jones. Uh, Todd Gurley. I feel like he's just gonna have a weird, weirdly good game. Just in this one instance. Um, I. I don't know. It feels like one of those toss-up games. Like you know, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, but the Falcons is like. Eh. I'm, I'm, Falcons are at home. Don't you dare tell me you picked the Falcons. I picked the Falcons. Gosh, Lucas, we can't be. <laughs> I thought you'd be riding your Teddy Bridgewater wave that you're always on, but I was wrong that you would. <sighs> I'll let Giants you see my Cowboys, paper, I Jackson. promise you. Cowboys at home. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> Cowboy, Cowboys at home, man. Gotta be. Uh, Colts at the Browns. I got the Colts on the road here. Um, I'm favoring Phillip Rivers. Uh, he, uh, you know, I think this is actually going to be a really, really good game, Lucas, when we go back and look at it. Um, uh, and, you know, the Browns definitely have more than enough firepower to win this game, but I'm, I, I just feel like the Colts here. I have the Browns. Okay, we have our first disagreement. Okay. We're not completely, so, we're not in a simulation. Okay. I have the Browns. The Browns are going to be at home. Um, I think one maybe soft spot on the Colts. I, I don't have 100% faith in their secondary to the point that, I mean, honestly, don't have faith in any team that, that they could really compete and cover mm-hmm. Jarvis oh. Landry, Odell, yeah. right. and Joku, the tight end. I just I feel like they they got too many weapons on offense. That's a good uh, point. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who are both going to be running the football. And I, I feel like the Browns have to win some games this year. I think they're definitely going to be better. And I think this is one of those those good games that they win where they can feel good about themselves after winning at home. Yeah, that, that was going to be tough for sure. I thought for a second we were going to go all the way. <laughs> It'd be completely in agreement here. Uh, Vikings at the Seahawks, Jackson. Sunday night game in Seattle. This is going to be an incredible game. I am really looking forward to watching this one, man. I got Seattle at home taking it. I'm going off of quarterback play. Russell Wilson is that guy. I think he's going to have an MVP-like uh, year this year. I really think he's going to make the argument for him being an MVP. He, he's just in his prime. Um, Vikings are going to make it close, but I give the Seahawks the edge in coaching and in quarterback play. And that, and plus they're at home, the 12th man. It, it seals the deal for me. So if it was a neutral field or if okay. it was at the Vikings, okay, I would pick the Vikings. Okay. I like their defense better. Right. Sure. Um, but it, you said it, man. Sunday night football at home. You got Russ underneath the lights at home. Ooh. Something about it, man. He does special things underneath the lights at home. He just does. He plays incredibly well. Yeah, I'm so really looking forward to watching that game. Last game, I believe, Jackson. Chargers at the Saints. Not even a question. Be breezy. Saints at home. They have the edge in every single category. So other than the right, Browns sweet. and the Colts... We yeah, agreed on everything. On That's good. Maybe we'll have some, you know, kind of similar brackets and stuff at the end. Should be neat. Yeah, probably with a little small variations depending on some stuff. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. I really liked your idea, Lucas. I, I like that we get to to go through, and at the end, we're gonna. Because I'm, mean, I'm not. To be honest with you, I'm not keeping track of. Every, I mean, I'm, I am. I'm keeping all the our papers together, so I'll be able to go forth and look at it. But I'm not like. Yeah, I was gonna say at the end, I'm just gonna start tallying. 
Yeah, but I haven't like like oh at this point going into our week six predictions the Colts are five and zero oh. like I'm not I'm not looking at that I'm just kind of going off my gut here, um, right? Mr. Lucas, we talked about this in the pre-show. It is time for a little bit of a change up. We're throwing a little bit of a change up to Casey and the rest of the crowd. Okay, usually this is my favorite part of the show. All right. Take it or leave it. Mr. Lucas comes up with five different points uh, that he uh, about the NFL. And I can either take it and agree with it or leave it and give our reasons why we kind of talk about it. But today we thought it'd be you know a little bit of fun that I do the take it or leave it for Mr. Lucas. OK, so, Lucas, are you ready for your segment of <clears throat> I believe is how you start it and take it or leave it? I am. I'm excited. Let's do it. OK. All right. I think I wrote down some pretty good ones here. Number one, reference to Casey here. The Buccaneers will have more than 11 wins this season. Let me look at their schedule, Jack. Okay, because I felt like it was right on that edge at 11 um, to where it could be a debate. I think if he goes over 10, you're like, yeah, probably. But 11, that's, I mean, that's an incredible season for anybody. Um, so I was curious as to your thoughts on that. Uh, He's looking at the schedule right now, guys. It's tough, ain't it's it? It's gonna be tough. It's on the edge. All right, I'm. I'm gonna say take it because I think there'll be a team that wins exact. Wait, wait, wait. How many games did you say? More than eleven. Oh, I'm leaving it. I think they'll leaving win exactly okay. 11 games. Oh, okay. Because okay. I, went, I went through here, and I was like, okay, they're going to win 10 games. And then I was like, but they'll do something weird somewhere, and they'll win like two games that they shouldn't, but they'll lose a game that they shouldn't. So you have them right at 11. Either. So, yeah, I'm going like right at 11 right now. At the at, You know, just, just I'm with you. It I'm leaving it. I have them right at 10 or 11. I think they're going to be an, a really good team, and I think they're going to make the playoffs and compete for the division. Um, You know, and again, we're doing all these predictions. I imagine that the Saints will end up winning the division again. Um, I just kind of go off of their experience and their chemistry and and, and superior coaching to to be able to win their division. But I think the Buccaneers are going to be good. And I'm really excited for the playoffs this year because I definitely think that they're going to make it and they're going to make the league very interesting. So it'd be nice to see some different teams involved. All right, Mr. Lucas, number two, Christian Fulton. We'll have a better we'll have a better season than Trayvon Diggs. I was going to say career, but you can't really predict that right now. It's hard. So who he'll, so, he'll have a better season than Trayvon Diggs? Stat wise, or if right, you were to watch six, both games team. and compare, Christian Fulton will be a better cornerback this year than Trayvon Diggs. He'll be a bad or just like <laughs> comparing the two, like because you could say that he could be more impactful. I would probably say by stat. Well, look, 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 here's okay, okay. By stats, I think definitely uh, Trayvon Diggs, and here's why. I think number one, he's going to be involved in more plays. Okay. I think he's going to be on the field more because sure. I think he is. Like, where would you rank him in your? He's depth probably our. No, he's probably our number two corner right now. I would right. match if Christian not Fulton's going to be our number three. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So he's just going to see. He's going to be your number three. So yeah. it's hard. Will Christian Fulton be more impactful though? Like being that nickel guy. 
I mean, he could be, but then again, like, it, it might just be like when we want to do nickel stuff, we might just drop Malcolm Butler into it and then put him on the outside. Right. And then just say, like, hey, run with this guy. Um, in terms of being impactful, I want to say that he helps our team more because he's fast and we needed that speed corner sure. kind of. We needed another speed corner. That's kind of what killed us with the Chiefs and stuff. What, that was like our problem. So it's like he really fills a hole in the team. Yeah. In theory. For you guys, it's kind of like the hole's still there. You still need some more corners. We help. still, we desperately still need secondary. You know, even and with I, picking up like, Trayvon. Right. And in terms of like the last piece for the corner puzzle, in a way, you know, like your secondary will be more completing the picture. I feel like it's better than like starting to draw it. I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think. You know, Chris Vol definitely addresses a need. I mean, just like Trayvon Diggs, but I, I, I still feel like the Titans secondary is going to have a more successful year than the Cowboys secondary. The Cowboys secondary is the weakest link for these this Cowboys team this year overall. Um, and so while I think Trevon Diggs is going to have better stats, obviously he's going to be on the field more. I think Christian Fulton is going to be way more impactful and have a better year as a whole than Trayvon Diggs, if that makes sense. It's kind of weird. Anyway. I got you. Number three, Mitchell Lucas, that bad man Aaron Rodgers will retire with only one Super Bowl win. I'm going to leave it. Okay. So he's going to win one more? Maybe not with the Packers. Right. But he, I can definitely see him leaving the Packers and going to another team where the 49ers I was about to say that bro like if it's not Deshaun Watson dude the 49ers are the team that he wanted to go to that didn't pick him up number one and what if it would be full circle he's like you know what you could take Jordan Love I don't care I'm going to go into your like I'd say and you stay in your conference I'm going to go to the team that beat you in the AFC, NFC championship game and I'm going to make them Super Bowl champions because I'll tell you what right now if you put Aaron Rodgers with the San Francisco 49ers with Nick Bosa with those bad men with the running back they might win a couple you they might with a couple you go to be competing against Patrick Mahomes for the next three years in the Super Bowl like I oh you got you got my blood flow with that one Lucas like can we make this happen can we trade Jimmy Chin right now can I get Aaron Rodgers into San Francisco please that's a good one I'm gonna leave okay fair 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 enough number four Justin Herbert Quarterback for the new Los Angeles Chargers, right beside Tyra Taylor, will start by week five. Oh, yeah. Take it. Yeah. You've seen what happened with the Browns. I think the Chargers will be quicker to pull the trigger. They don't really? have any fans. You can't get no one to come to the games. They got to do something. I was curious because I actually was going to leave it because I think the smart play would be ride Tyra Taylor for the first year. And get a more successful offensive line around your franchise quarterback and let him kind of learn and understand. But, you know, Justin Herbert's definitely a smart guy. He was in contention for being a, a top draft pick, you know, last year, his junior year, we decided to go back into college. So, I mean, he's definitely got a head on his shoulders and he can learn this stuff quickly. So I'm curious. I'm curious about that one. Okay. We'll have to see what, what LA yeah. uh, decides to do. Okay. Right. Now this is grand scope. I want you to think outside of the box here. 
it's hard to predict this because obviously we don't know injuries. We don't know certain teams or situations or free agents and how this all messes up. I want you to put your big thinking cap on for me. Joe Burrow will end up having a better career than Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. The last three years, we've had these three quarterbacks go number one in the draft. And so I'm curious uh, if you think Joe Burrow will have a better overall career than these other two players. Because I feel like he... I'm going to leave it. Okay. Okay. Here's why I'm going to leave it. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a better career, not necessarily because of the player. We're only talking about NFL career, by the way, because already Joe Burrow's collegiate career is amazing. For Uh, sure. Even though the others are good, too. Yeah, this Uh, is NFL. The reason... Sorry. You're good. Um... I think that Baker got drafted into a onto a better team, a better situation. All right, and I think he's going to get a lot of years with the Browns. That you know he he might not win a Super Bowl, but he's gonna he's gonna do some stuff, right? Sure. Like like he's already considered a good quarterback. He is. Um, he is. Joe Burrow's on the Bengals. The Bengals don't want to pay no one. I'm scared he's not ever going to get really get any help. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm scared to kind of uh, that he might get kind of wasted there, and that he might be. And plus, like, like I see Baker Mayfield is going to get a second contract, sure, or he's going to get his first big contract, you know? Right, right, right. And Joe Burrow being with the Bengals, and he's a rookie, like I don't know. It's not promised, uh, right? And so I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta go with Baker. I feel Baker's you. Baker's had good years already. He has had good years. And I, to your point, I think Baker is among that, like, you know, the top half of quarterbacks in the league right now. Joe Burrow might end up, you know, I, uh, he might end up being kind of a, a victim of circumstance. You get drafted to the Bengals and things could happen. They completely change and rebuild the team and they go on and win a Super Bowl. We don't know. But with the state of the Bengals right now and the state of the Bengals haven't been historically, at least since I've been a fan for, you know, the past like 15 years or so 20 years of, of the nfl they haven't really done a whole lot you know i think you know i don't think they have a playoff win in forever um so it's it's just hard to imagine that there's such a dynamic shift within the limited amount of years that joe burrow you know will be a quarterback hopefully he's going to be a quarterback for the next 15 years but right um you know in order to accomplish that he's going to have to have some success within the next four years on some level to justify a big contract so i'm with you uh, you know, I think Baker is, you know, they've done a really, I mean, here's the thing. The Browns have done that. Browns were historically awful for forever, but they were able to go in and make some changes and change the outlook of the team. So I'm hoping the Bengals can do that. But right now, all eyes are on uh, Mr. Baker. I think he's in the best position of those three to have a, a good career. And I feel like these three quarterbacks having been drafted number one back to back to back are all going to be judged, whether good, bad, or indifferent. Their careers are going to be judged against one another because they were all drafted very similarly at number one to these different teams that were struggling. So they're going to be compared to each other for the rest of their careers, you know, whether we kind of like it or not. So I was curious. All right. Well, Mr. Lucas, that is take it or leave it. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. That's fantastic. Thank you, Jack. I, I'm glad. It was kind of it was kind of nice, not a little neat, you know, being on the the sending the questions type of side. Um, anyway, that's all I got for this episode, Lucas. I mean, do you have any other points that you wanted to kind of bring up? I can't. I can't find none. I think I'm good. 
All right, cool, 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 cool. He's looking around on the camera. You guys should. Oh, that reminds me. If you want to get the video portion of this podcast, all of my anchor and Spotify and you know uh, Apple Podcast listeners, watch us on YouTube, man. We upload to YouTube every single week. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Go Over Two Podcast. Leave us a like. Leave it, you know subscribe to the channel. It really helps us out. We would love that. Leave some comments down there for Casey. He gets alone and you know he starts making outrageous claims like you know the Patriots are better than Titans. It just happens. We love you, Casey. It's all in good fun. But um, so leave us a comment, give us a question, help us start off the show with a bang. Uh, we really would appreciate it. But I think that's all it from us, you know, here on the late night pod sesh. Uh, thank you guys all for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. We love you. Love you, man. Oh, yeah, Jack, we lagging out the booty hole.